What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up With Jess podcast. I'm so excited that you press play on this new episode. I'm excited to be back on the mic. I know you guys are like, not it being 2024, not it being February, not her just dropping her first episode of the year. Yes, 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 and yes, okay? And yes, you know what? I feel like January was definitely a trial run for 2024, so I really didn't count January, and I'm just letting y'all know that now. Like, I'm standing on business, like, January was definitely a trial run. It was still, to me, like, a little bit of 2023, still very much ghetto, but, you know, because it was a long month, and I had a lot of things going on personally. Your girl was sick. Honestly, I felt like I was sick from December to January for a whole month. Uh, Fran was like, girl, you've been been sick for a whole month. I had been. And then, child, my job was going through some stuff. Um, I had, I'm in HR for those that know. And I had to be, I had to deal with, um, you know, dealing with some layoffs, had to lay some folks off. And that was always, it's a hard part of the job, okay, when you're in human resources. These are not easy conversations. It was emotionally taxing and draining. And while I was thankful that I still had employment, I was just like, mm. So there was a lot of things that were happening in January. And I just felt like January was very much ghetto, very much a trial run. And we didn't count it. So sorry to whoever's birthday is in January, but it don't count. Now we are in February, okay? And, you know, February is that Black History Month, you know? And it just gives, like, oh, this is the real 2024, okay? So, yes, if you are listening up, for those uh, that are a part of the Listen Up family, um, by the time I probably post this, I'm still going back and forth about this because y'all know this podcast is raw and uncut and not edited, okay? But... (laughs) I'm thinking about posting this on a special date, okay? We have a special date coming up, y'all. February 27th, 2019 is when the Listen Up podcast, Listen Up With Jess podcast, launched to the world, to the world, baby. And I just reflected back on that, and I was like, wow, this is my big five. This is my fifth anniversary of the Listen Up With Jess podcast, of actually birthing this into podcast form. And, you know, your girl has been in her podcast bag for a while, okay? I wasn't doing this, you know, I didn't start doing this when it was 2020 and 2021 during COVID when everybody just was like, let me get a mic and just say whatever and ain't talking about Nathan, Nathaniel, ain't talking about nothing. I came on here with intentionality and um, with a with a real vision and mission about bringing God and culture together and talking about real experiences that everyday Christians go through. How do we navigate mental health relationships um, and spirituality in one space as young adults? And I just I'm reflecting on some of the episodes and the content that I've put out there. And I just want to give a round of applause. Um, I do not know how to add in the little applause (laughs) 
to my podcast. I'm still learning. But at the end of the day, like I birthed this thing. God helped birth this thing in me. And um, shout out to, you know, those day one supporters that really helped me in my grinding years of making this podcast an actual thing um, and and making it to what it is today. Um, I do believe so many um, of my listeners have been inspired and supported um, by this podcast ministry, and it has just been a blessing. So I'm excited to celebrate the fifth year. We have I have some amazing things planned. I'm, I'm trying to stand on business of really just like celebrating myself. I have been um, really trying to be intentional of recognizing the things that um, God is doing with this this ministry, right? Um, and I'm excited to celebrate. So there's some amazing announcements coming up very soon. Um, just about some of the things I've been accomplishing and how I'm going to be able to um, also um, relaunch Just Listen Up With Jess as a whole as my brand. Um, because, baby, we are building brands over here and ministry all in one. And I'm just excited for that. And so, yes, uh you know, wish me a happy fifth anniversary <laughs> of the podcast. I would love you guys support and continue to share this unpack um, podcast uh, platform as well. I'm really, you know, it takes a lot out of your girl, right? Just one episode, honestly. Like I procrastinated um so much on even putting something out. You know, I had kept beating myself up in January. And I just had to kind of just be at peace and say, okay, it's just not going to happen. I can't. And that's okay, right? Um, because those that rocking with me, they going to rock with me regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a full-time content creator, y'all. Like, I actually have a nine-to-five and um, I'm by myself. I realized some of my favorite podcasts um, that I like to listen to, they always have like a co-host, like, and they are doing this together. It's just me, you know? Um, and so, so that is also very just like a taxing and vulnerable space where I don't have a production team and all that. Not yet though, because listen, it's going to go up. I'm speaking to the existent that my podcast will get picked up and go up and, you know, I will be able to have the resources that I want to be able to you know, really move this thing forward. But in the space of me in my season, as I'm grinding and I'm being intentional with each episode, you know, I feel like I have to give myself grace in this space. And I pray that you guys are giving me grace as well and still enjoying and loving the content and the transparency and authenticity of the podcast. So I'm excited again, like I wanted to kind of just get on here and, and, and celebrate really this this five years. Um, you know, my last episode actually in December was celebrate the small wins. Not even recognizing, didn't even think about. Oh wow, I'm coming up on five years. This five years is a lot. Like I remember, I literally moved from Alabama to Atlanta um, in 2019. Started a new job. That job was hell. Um, <laughs> it was one of the worst. One of the worst jobs of my life, right? And I was like in living hell for like six months. And y'all remember those that were like close to me or whatever? No, like I had like a really bad toxic work environment. And I had uh, to quit that job for my mental health. And I remember that was like one of the first 
like asking me really just standing on business on what God told me to do and like move, right? Regardless of like how uncomfortable it was, how like um, crazy it was, right? To walk away from secured employment for your mental health. And it was just a, a crazy time, but it was also one of the most vulnerable and raw times of my life where I just felt so close and connected with God. Like I was totally codependent on Christ, like totally codependent on him. Like I couldn't be codependent on nobody else. Like nobody else was helping me in that season financially, honestly, spiritually, emotionally. Like it was me and God like in the trenches and just to see where I'm at now five years right now y'all five years from then like I was unemployed for five months unemployed living off of the little savings that I had left in in Atlanta Georgia and oh my god I think that's to get emotional but that five five years ago and then that five months stretched my faith it stretched me, stretched me to the core where like I was battling spiritually. I was battling emotionally. I was battling financially. Like I never, never had a job. And I remember God told me to kind of like, um, if you guys remember that, um, I had launched, um, uh, I think I had preached my first sermon around that time in 2019. And then that's where grace drip, the sermon came from. And then I made, some um, Christian apparel uh, and made some t-shirts from that and launched that. And it was just a space of just really like, like acting in obedience. Like whatever God told me to do, I did it. And I was really stepping out on faith. Like I like physically saw myself stepping out on faith and into the unknown and just trusting his provision, trusting his plan, trusting his way within those five years. And, um, I went from unemployment to being employed and then to fast forward now into 2024. Um, I'm podcasting in, my own home that I own in Atlanta. Like, you can't tell me this is not God. Like, I went from podcasting in my closet of my two-bedroom apartment to now my own townhome in my own office that is dedicated solely to, you know, my ministry and into my career and Woo, y'all, I'm sorry. Like, this is just <laughs> reflecting, like, man, like, God does his thing. And he really be doing his thing in, in, his num in numbers. Like, the fives are big right now. Like, and I was just like, wow, I just, I'm so, I'm just in gratitude. I'm so thankful um, to see the progression like, and throughout all of those five years, y'all, I done been through some shit. I'm sorry. Like, I done been through it. Like, ooh, this is probably one of the hardest five years of my life, honestly. And 
I'm emotional because I can just see how God's provision never failed me. And like his consistency, like God remained consistent in covering me and favoring me and gracing me even when I was inconsistent with him and trusting him and sometimes loving him and in loving myself and in, and in trusting him. And so it is just, it is just an attitude of gratitude right now as I'm reflecting on the favor and grace of God and how he, he's intentional with his timing. He's intentional with this timing. I think we struggle with time because we want everything on our time. And then it's like our time, our timeline, our way, like, and it's like, man, like, we got to trust his journey. We have to trust the plan. Like we have to trust, um, his sequence of events. <laughs> like, um, I had a lot of highs and lows, ups and downs. Like, in that five years, I faced so much adversity, so much pain, pain and grief. Oh my God, the grief that I had to endure. Whew, I could write a book on. And I said, I one day I will write a book on it. Is <laughs> some of this too fresh? But just the grief that I had to endure and to see that even in my grief, God showed me grace. Like, and now I'm sitting in the grace. I am, I'm dwelling in it, in my home and in my space and in the healing that took place in the midst of it all. Because honestly, like y'all, like take everything away, take <laughs> take the house away, <laughs> truly, because the mortgage is real, right? But if I don't have anything else, if God didn't give me anything else, one thing that I am like so thankful for is still having a sound mind. And I think sometimes we take for granted the sound mind that that we have when we are connected with Christ and we go to him in prayer and we ask God to protect my spirit and my mind and my emotional well-being because listen that is the enemy is trying to attack the mind like the mind is truly the battlefield so the fact that I had endured a lot of that trauma and pain, heartache, and grief, um, and I still have a sound mind. And when I talk about a sound mind, like I still have, my mind is still in a healthy space of knowing who I am and whose I am. Because, see, that is something that is going to really change the trajectory of your lives when you can really tap 
in and I'm talking about tap in. I'm talking about you have done the work of like self-love and healing and deliverance in who you are first, right? In Christ and whose you are and what you mean to him. And, and for me, like money cannot buy that. Money cannot buy that, yo, because I'm telling you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sons, there's a lot of daughters that are broken, broken, and struggling with just acceptance, self-acceptance, struggling with crisis acceptance, just struggling in general and 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 within the mind. And it's then the mind is not well. It is, it is um it's in a dark space. It's in a uh, an anxiety space. It's in it's it's in it has anxiety. It has this fear, and and I struggle with some of those. But to put to the point where you have no control over your emotions, and we are constantly swayed by other people's opinions and other people and how they view us like this journey took a long time but um god really has sustained my my spiritual being uh to where even in the darkest of times right because there were very dark times where I was just like, okay, God, like, what the hell? <laughs> what else is going, like, what, what, why am I, I'm questioning everything, right? Um, I realized that even in the midst of the darkest of times, like, God, I still was able to find just enough strength, just enough strength. Not, I didn't have a lot of strength, but just enough strength to surrender and invite him into the struggle with me to where I went, I was able to rely back on those old sermons and those, um, scriptures and the hymns and the songs a meditation and worship that got me to the place to just kind of so to be able to surrender some of those things, um, even in the darkest of times, and say, God, I, 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 I invite you in my struggle. Like I need you right now. Like I'm not hiding this anymore. I can't hide nothing from you, right? Like I, I am. I'm all. I'm on all fours right now crying out to you that I I need you and I can't do anything without you and I think in those moments that's where God was still restoring healing my spirit and my mind um for me to persevere and keep pushing through and so I don't know I just got really emotional about that because um, there are, I know there's other individuals that may be in a space right now that can't even see the other side 
um, because it looks so dark. And so you're walking through this like dark tunnel and all you see is darkness. And it is like, it is physically like, it feels like it's physically impossible to see any glimpse of light, like any of it. And um, I just want to say like whoever that is that is listening to that episode, to this episode right now, that is just in that weary space, right? We feel like, damn, I'm not catching no breaks. Like, you know, God got me on his toughest soldiers list again. Like, why? Like, within that five years, like, within this five-year span, like, I felt like I was not catching any freaking breaks, okay? I wasn't catching any breaks. And, um... I want that individual to know, like, I hear you and I see you and I feel you and I hold space for you that you may not be in this, in this space to feeling like you have, you can give gratitude or you can give, um, like you can even care right now. Right. Um, I just want you to, to know that God still is waiting, is still waiting for you to invite him in, into the pain, into the trenches, into the struggle. And when you invite him in, he is not going to judge you. He is not going to shame you. Um, He's not going to condemn you. He is going to hold space with you and he is going to give you grace and he's going to allow you to see you through it and go through your process. And it is not going to be pretty. It is going to be ugly. There are going to be tough times. There's going to be backsliding. There's going to be cycles. There's going to be um, just pain in general. Uh, but know that this is temporary. That there is truly sunshine after the rain. And that as you are going through it, God is truly going to get you through it. But you have to invite him in. You got to invite him in the struggle. Um, And I realize that I'm in this space of I'm not trying to like, I'm not on this road of perfection (laughs) anymore. I'm not on this road of like, I'm going to get everything right. Um, I'm in this space where God, I'm like, God, teach me to fail better, like fail better when it comes to failure. Like when it comes to things that I miss the ball, like teach me to like truly learn from my mistakes and not run from them, not, um, be ashamed of them, but to embrace, um, them and allow it to transform me, allow it to fuel me to, um, uh, to look at things different in a different perspective and to heal and to grow. But I welcome it, um, at this point, like I'm in the space where it's just like, The adversity is going to stretch me. It's going to stretch how I truly trust God, how I truly um, surrender my will 
for his will. And it's going to, it is going to test how I respond to uh, things that I cannot control. But the only thing that I can control is my response. Um, so I welcome it, you know, because it's it's now testing like kind of like the level of like my healing process. Um, and I think that's important. I wanted to talk to you guys just about being triggered and tested and how you process, you know, your triggers when you are being tested, right? Um, I was recently, <laughs> woo, God does things in fives. That's what I'm saying right now for me. He is doing things in five. In this 2024, he came, God said, let me, let me throw this big test on Big Jess this year. Cause I, I want to see really what she's standing on business with her therapy and her healing. I'm like, okay, God. So yes, I was faced with a situation where I felt like I was truly tested, Okay, um, somebody's son really tried to test me and trigger me, um, and trigger me, um, into, and reminding me of, like, previous, old, like, old patterns and a, a previous relationship that was, like, not healthy at all, right, and, um, I was just, like, I was caught off guard a little bit, um, because, you know, the saying, like, they always come back. They always come back. And my, my girlies know what that means. <laughs> the girlies on the podcast know what that means. When you talking to somebody's son or daughter and you're just like, you know, I realize this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Let me just try to cut this thing off. Like, And I am typically, I am really good at like um really good at uh, keeping my boundaries when it comes to like when I cut you off you're cut off <laughs> like the best thing that I ever discovered I'm not even gonna lie with the block on the iPhone like if you are an iPhone ministry <laughs> like that was honestly the best thing that they ever could have created was the block I'm telling you like me and Block go together real bad, like real bad. I love me a good Block. I will block your behind in a quickness and not care. You know, at first I used to, I remember actually when I first started like my therapy journey, I think. Um, and I never understood. I thought block. I thought blocking was toxic. Like I was like, oh, it's so toxic. Blocking is not toxic. Okay, I want to clear that up for the saints on this here podcast. Blocking is not toxic. What is toxic is you going from block to unblock, block to unblock, block. To, now that is toxic. But blocking in general and saying, hey, baby, <laughs> no bars, block. <laughs> Y'all know that TikTok is saying, <laughs> no bars, block. Like <laughs> Sister JT, that's not toxic. That I don't think that's toxic. I think there's that's actually um, maturity. It's set, it's called boundaries, you know. Um, and I believe there is truly a blessing in the block when you use the block intentionally and not toxic, 
when you're blocking to unblock. I don't go back and forth. And even if I unblock somebody, like, I don't even let them know. There is people probably that I have blocked years ago. And to this day, they probably still think they're blocked because <laughs> I never told them I unblocked them. Because why? I don't need to. Because at this point, but also there is just like, if I unblock you, there's genuinely like, okay, like you kind of deserve to be on the um, unblock list. And there's no space I've healed or whatever, but I'm also not making an announcement and I'm not hitting you up because what's done is done. You get what I'm saying? But for those, for the individuals that will probably forever be in the blocking ministry on the block list, like there is a reason. And so again, I'm pretty good at like kind of like shutting things down um, and I got caught slipping, uh, I got caught slipping cause my mind be, it be going and I'm like, child, by the end of last year, I was like, not even thinking twice about it, like honestly. And so I was really shocked when, and, um, an individual came back and tried to come back into my, my life and, you know, I, I had two, like, man, like, that was wild. It was, like, people were saying the retrograde was getting crazy because the exes were coming back. Um, for those that are in astrology, I'm not all the way deep in, but I do believe in some, I do believe in signs, period. So, miss me with all that. I am a Christian and astrology girly. I quickly will be like, what's your sign? Oh, I know your sign. Mm-hmm, yeah, I know your sign. Mm-hmm, I already know. You know, and nine times out of ten, your girl be on. Like, I've been getting better, too, when I can just spot, I spot her. I spot her, Gemini. I spot a Leo. I spot uh, a Sagittarius. <laughs> like, I, I know. And shout out to all of them, you know, because I attract them, and they're good people, but they're also like, you know. So, I be knowing. Anyways. So typically I'm really good at doing that. And I, yeah, something was going on with the retrograde where it was just like a lot going on where, um, you have like ex, like ex, you know, boyfriends or ex-girlfriends or people that you used to deal with, like in your past, like ex relate old relationship flames and, um, friendships will try to come back into your life unexpectedly. And, um, that happened to me like twice. And I was just like, yo, like what's going on? And I really didn't, I wasn't standing on business. Like, um, I wasn't standing on business like I was supposed to when it comes to that. Um, so I ended up, um, I ended up being tested and triggered, um, by this uh situation where I was just like dang like God like you know um somebody's son is really trying to like take me back into a space where I you know really healed from and I I'm taken back and um God told me he was like you know he I was like I was really trying to process some things too like how do I respond to this individual how do, um, instead of giving them a reaction, because the reaction would have been like, uh, go kick rocks and 
going to bridge. Like, why are we, why are we back here again? Like, I am not even thinking twice about it, you know, or have me overreacting and all that. When I realize I'm really in control of my emotions, I'm in control of my feelings and I get to set the tone and the boundaries of what I'm going to allow and what I'm not going to allow, like that allows me to just take all the freaking power back from these folks. Let me tell you, you ain't got no power over me. Ain't none of that because I truly realize that the trigger doesn't have to have authority over you. You can have authority over that trigger based off of how you respond and not react to it. When you allow your vibe, like you're literally your body, your bodily emotions and energy um, and emotional and spiritual well-being to be off like um to be like shifted based off of somebody else, somebody or a situation or environment or something that comes into your life that triggers you and reminds you of a past experience or traumatic response or traumatic experience, you, you start to lose control, right? And so now it's not even you responding. It is your emotions responding. And so it was important at that time where I'm like, Hey, like I had a lot going on in my life and I have no energy to be going. I don't do the back and forth. Like that's one thing I'm not going to do, especially it's something when you hit 30, when you're healthy, healthy, heavy on healthy and 30s in your 30s. Okay. Where you really just be like, uh, 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 miss me with all that. Now we ain't doing all that. You know, my yes is my yes. My no is my no. I'm not really going back and forth with you. I'm really standing on business. I'm taking care of me and I'm making sure that I honor myself and not try to, um, and not, I'm not suffering to appease you and to accommodate you or to make you feel better or walk. No, I'm not doing none of that. None of that. Okay. I am going to, um, even if it hurts your feelings, I'm, I always put a nice respectfully <laughs> wish you well and continue like on going about myself, going about my day, going about my life. And so, you know, that's just me trying to like practice that. And so while I was irritated because it is, it's okay to be irritated by the trigger that comes. I think we kind of get that confused. Like we're human and we have human responses and emotions, right? So you you can either, when you have like the emotional, um, the emotions were real, right? You can be and you can feel angry, you can feel sad, you can feel frustrated, you can feel um, confused, you can feel um, hurt, you can feel pain, you can feel, you know, just these different emotions where I'm like, okay, now I'm not, I used to be the girl that just actually wanted to ignore that there was emotions. And I am, I'm a, I'm a queen at just ignoring like, and not like, acting like nothing phases me. Um, but that really wasn't healthy because it was really numbing me, right? It would numb me and becoming more of an emotionalist person and less empathetic person. And I am, I'm in my empathy bag, y'all. This some, These 30-somethings have really, and over the last five years, have caused me to have so much empathy um, just in general because I've gone through so much shit. Honestly, like I cannot judge, I cannot uh, condemn. I can't do any of that. And I shouldn't have been doing that. But now when the tables have turned and you've gone through some stuff, man, you sit back, you be like, 
child, that ain't I child. Listen, I support. Listen, I, I nothing but compassion. Nothing but compassion because I done made some dumb mistake, dumb decisions, dumb have made uh, mistakes, all of the above. Like I done been through it. So, child, I can't do nothing but give you grace and compassion because. Over here, my shit really stank. Like it really did. Like it, it, it was not cute. <laughs> it was not cute. I was going through some things. So, for me, it's like I'm able to kind of be in that space where I'm not. I'm having more empathy, and so as I'm trying to exercise empathy and 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 compassion, right. I'm now allowing myself to feel. And so that's why I said it's very important when you do get triggered that you don't try to numb yourself from when you are triggered, but you kind of identify that feeling. I feel this way because, right, write it down, journal it, speak it, you know, go to your therapist, go to Jesus, <laughs> like, you know, all of the above, right? And be able to speak on that thing and express it. And then, then there is the last part, surrendering it. Remember I told you, like, I am I was really big on when I was going through things, like surrendering it, like releasing it back to God. I'd be so quick to, uh, <laughs> I always, I'd be so quick to release people back to God. Like, and, um, like, Lord, I release them back to you. I release somebody's son back to you, you know, like, and, and then without me being petty, because I'd be like somebody's son, because I don't know, Lord, if he's your son, but he, he is a son of yours, Lord. I release him back to you, God, because he, he just ain't, that ain't my problem. That ain't my issue no more. You know, that, that is something I'm not caring anymore. And I will refuse to have man's opinions and their validations or their manipulation or whatever they're trying to do to kind of get me off off centered and off track of what God has me to hold more weight than the will of God. Like I'm just not in that space anymore. I'm not doing it. So for me, I'm just like, okay, God, I'm releasing that thing back to you. I'm releasing that situation. I'm releasing. And easier said than done. This takes work, intentional work. And I'm still doing the work. Trust. I'm still doing the work, even with some close relationships that I have, um, you know, personally, like I still have to like constantly do this work and healing work. And, but the beauty in it is like, I'm now like welcoming the triggers and like, it's now, it's just like expect the unexpected, right? Even as a Christian, like we think our walk is not going to be, it's not going to be roses. It's not going to be where everything is going to be smooth and easy. Yes. You've gone through therapy. Yes. You're, you're doing the, you know, you're reading the, um, self-help books, you know, you're on in your, uh, Brene Brown bag, <laughs> you know, you're in your word, you're studying your, and your scripture, you're, you know, listening to your gospel music, you're feeding your spirit and your mind and your soul, and you can still be triggered because, we're human and that is life, right? And so while you are triggered, it's important to learn how to process the triggers and don't let your triggers, don't let that trigger like keep you hostage, right? The trigger is supposed to measure the healing, 
Right. And so now I can look back and I'm and been reflective like, wow, God, like I, w- I wasn't actually prepared for that test, that trigger. Right. But I realized, God, that I now have authority over that. Right. Like now I need to expect being tested and triggered, but know that it will no longer have authority over it. me, that I have authority over that over it by the way that I respond and the way that I release it to God. And so I just want to encourage somebody who is just struggling, you know, um, they're probably, they've probably been triggered by someone or something and, and it's put them back into a dark space or in a space where they felt like, you know, dang, I'm going back down this path again, or like I'm hard on myself. You know, I thought I was over this situation. I thought I was healing. And then I'm right back here at square one. Like be patient with yourself, like be gracious with yourself as you are healing. And, but you, as you are healing, but also like recognize the progress. Like I'm talking about like the old Jess, like the un un like the, the non therapy Jess. I would have I would have went tit for tat. I probably would have you know definitely given some smoke because like oh you got time <laughs> I got even more now I realize I ain't got no dang on time for none of this shenanigans to go back and forth with nobody especially when you don't help pay the mortgage or that's what I'm really never going back and forth with now <laughs> the only person I will go back and forth with is my husband and because he <laughs> my my husband is going to be helping me pay some bills and I got to fight this thing out and I got to work hard and we got to do this thing until then I ain't going ba- I'm not going I ain't going back and forth with nobody nobody's son nobody daughter none of that you know what I'm saying and so it's just like I personally have realized like certain things are just not going to have power and authority of me and I know who truly has the authority and power, and that's Jesus Christ. And when I ask for the Holy Spirit to come into me, that's when real things come, change, and transform, and just renew my mind. Like, give me a renewed spirit, right? Um, renew a right spirit within me. So I just want to encourage someone, again, you know, if you are struggling uh, and you feel like, dang, like, this is the beginning of the year, and I've already been tested, I've already been triggered, like, what is really going on, like, don't beat yourself up. This is life. This is unfortunately like, you know, <laughs> this is hell on earth right now. Right. So we are going, we need to expect the unexpected, um, but know how to fight, know how to process, know how to feel, know how to respond and um, be gracious as we are in our healing journeys, trying to navigate um, how to how to uh, how to deal with your triggers and how to heal your trauma. Um, you know, my last encouragement um, that my therapist would always say, don't let your trauma trigger you from something good. Uh, and that something good can just be a peace of mind, honestly. That something good can be just joy uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be within a partner or place or a thing or monetary. It could just be peace of mind. Don't let your trauma trigger you from something good. And that was something that spoke to me because it's like, okay, 
something good is is me being able to lay my head out at night and not have to worry about um, nobody's son uh, <laughs> cheating on me and get working my nerves because I am in my single season and I am thankful that I I love myself so much that I refuse to settle, that I refuse to uh, deal with anything that is inconsistent and that is not, you know, uh, on the path of where God has me and that is not complementing the journey that I'm on. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that that's something good is for me to still have a peace of mind and have a sound mind and to still have joy, what the joy that the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Like, um, I'm in a good space right now and I want to stay there. So I want to just encourage that individual that has been triggered to not let that trauma hold you back from really seeking the wholeness and peace and in healing um, and and gaining spiritual wisdom and discernment and true wholeness within yourself and who you are and whose you are. I think that is truly something good and that we need to hold on to because that is going to get us through this ghetto, ghetto life, okay? <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, y'all, again, I'm excited. I'm, I'm thankful for this year. God is doing good things in, in, the, in the number five for me. And so um, I have some more, you know, announcements and things coming your way just about what God is doing with this podcast. Y'all, it's 2024. So I, I need new reviews. I need new ratings. You know, I am now on iHeartRadio. I am on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on YouTube, um, all under Listen Up With Jess. So I need y'all to do me a favor. I need you to go to one of those platforms that I named that you listen to, and I need you to leave a rating and a review. I need you to do both. Like, get on your business. I want to see a 2024 rating and review. The more I see it, then, the, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best to push out content. Like, I have some things brewing. I really want to be intentional this year. Um, and so I do, though, really what I love, would love the support and asking you guys that support the podcast to leave a rating and review on um, those platforms. And don't forget to share this, to share the episode. If you feel like this has blessed you and it can help and help someone else, please uh, share this episode. Don't be greedy with the um, gems, okay? Drop the gem, share it, okay? All right. Um, but yes, I am so thankful and I hope that you guys enjoy this episode of Listen Up With Jess. Bye.